You're listening to the Oklahoma Math Podcast. Greetings out there. This is Levi Patrick, and it is January 24th, a Friday, a beautiful Friday. We're finally warming up a little bit here in the city. Um, And actually, today is um, a day that I'll be working with the OK Math and OK Sci Leadership Group. So that's incredibly exciting. We'll be down at the Quartz Mountain Resort in Lone Wolf, Oklahoma. And we're having a heck of a time, and I just want to let you know that we will soon have applications out for the very first class of OK Math, OK Sci Leadership coming up next year, because this class is our beta class where we've been testing out our ideas and finding out if they work, uh, which we believe they have. So anyhow, if you're interested in that, please keep an eye out for it. We'd love to have those folks out there who are really wanting to engage in in kind of a service and leadership role for our state. To, to find us and let's work together to create solutions for our for our state. So this week is a, a pretty simple roundup really because Monday we were in prior uh, Jennifer and I did our second uh, reach regional meeting and we had a really wonderful time in prior the teachers were fantastic prior really uh, has just a beautiful school and they were so supportive and had everything well set up for us and it was just fantastic and uh, the teachers asked tough questions brought up you know, really difficult things to talk about that uh, that we know matter in education. And uh, I really appreciate the folks in my session who uh, spent a lot of time having the conversation about how we balance, um, you know, responding to standards and assessments when we know that relationships are the key ingredient to making uh, instruction successful. And uh, I am so excited that there are so many folks out there who believe that that is the number one way to make an impact in their students' lives is to build relationships. So that was a lot of fun and, and very inspiring for me. So that was uh, Monday and prior. And again, just thank you for all of those folks. Uh, Jennifer and I are trying to make sure that you have all of those resources. And uh, I would expect that the presentations will be online very shortly. And uh, other than that, believe it or not, I am spending most of my time working on leadership, and we're making sure that everything is is good for those folks this weekend. And um, and you know, I'm supporting a little bit of what Sonia Fitzgerald is doing in assessment. She's really working hard to get you guys some good resources. And I mentioned this before, but you should have blueprints, calculator policies, um, the distribution of the standards across the the high school math courses. All that stuff is going to come out by the end of January, even though. Um, most of those things have already been made available. We're going to kind of formalize it, and I think that'll be really good. We also have, um, you know, we had a couple of announcements last week that I've, I've talked about, but, you know, just reiterating the point, um, if you have 7th or 8th graders, or any middle school student for that matter, who is taking a, an advanced course in middle school where they're getting high school credit for math, they no longer have to double test. So this is really exciting news. We're still exploring some of those implications, but folks, uh, it, it really does, uh, you know, appear that it is only minimally impacting A through F scores. So I know there's a lot of concern about that, but there are some really great bloggers out there who have explored that, and we've talked an awful lot about it here. Um, and we just want to make sure that that folks are making the right decisions for their students. And um, and you know, I'm happy to talk with any of you about uh, that strategy. So that's just really exciting news, and. Uh, you know, I just can't tell you how happy I am about it. So, uh, and I know Jennifer is getting awfully close to having the pre-kindergarten standards ready. So again, if, if you are not coming to our REACH regionals, you may not, as an elementary teacher, you may not know this, but uh, she is doing focus groups there where 
uh, teachers are getting to look at the pre-K standards and check them out. So we do want everybody's feedback, so please find us. I suppose we'll just get to the point then. We have another fantastic Friday Roundup coming this week from Telena Norfar from Oklahoma City. And I interviewed her, and she just is so knowledgeable about technology and so willing to help. She's just an amazing person. She teaches in Oklahoma City Public Schools, and you'll hear a little bit more about her in the podcast. But I really hope that you guys enjoy her blog post and this little interview that I have with her. And until next time, have a fantastic week and make make a difference in those kids' lives. Okay. So uh, my name is Talena Norfar. I teach Algebra 2 at Northwest Classen High School this year. Um, in the past, I've taught Algebra 1, um, Algebra 3, SAT, Geometry, Pre-Algebra, um, and just all levels of mathematics except calculus. And so uh, I've been in the Oklahoma City Public School District for about nine years now. And wow. I love, I love it. I love teaching. I love high school students. I love everything about it. Wow, that's awesome. So, you know, I taught at U.S. Grant. I think we uh, missed each other by a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at U.S. Grant as well, and uh, I, I love that place. So, um, well, you know, so you are actually a member of our OKMathTeachers.com steering committee, which, uh, as I've told you many times before, I appreciate your your effort in that. And so uh, you wrote a really fantastic blog post for this Friday's uh, weekly roundup. Will you just tell me briefly about your blog post, and then we'll get to the questions. Oh yeah. Well, one of um, as a part of the steering committee, I I lead up the technology side, and so one of the things when I was thinking about writing this particular blog post is what is sort of the first essential technology for a mathematics classroom, and without a doubt, I mean we said clicker, remote response systems is the ultimate top on my list. Um, often teachers ask me, because I do tech integration a lot, I was like, well, if you could have only one or two things, what would you have? I was like, I would have a laptop and clickers. I wouldn't have a projector over it. I wouldn't have any other tool, even calculators. I would have clickers before anything else. Wow. And so, wow. of course, they immediately are like, why? <laughs> why would you want yeah. that so bad? And so, Okay, that's, it, that's exactly my first question. Why are the click? Why are the clickers? Yeah, so it's one of those things, and math is, is one of those subjects to me that if a person doesn't get it, they can be so stuck for the rest of the time. It's like this whole logic moment when a kid doesn't get this one particular aspect of a step or a process or a concept. It's just completely on lock mode. And so, mm-hmm. and they don't have the, always the assistance at home for someone to help build out that understanding. And so the classroom time is so precious. So clickers allow you to quickly know who's stuck, where they're stuck, why they're stuck, so that you can immediately change your direction. Before I had clickers, um, I know many teachers are having this situation too, where they're looking at a bunch of papers. And after about the fifth or sixth one, everybody starts looking the same. And if you're even looking the same day, at most, you may be able to give them feedback or change direction the next day. And when I got my clickers after my second year of teaching, I noticed how quickly, within a second, it gave me my report after the kids answered. And I could see exactly who needed my assistance for the next 10 or 15 minutes, who was okay to keep going without my assistance, 
um, who may still even be on the teeter-totter and may need a little bit more guidance. I mean, it's just such an immediate change in the way you can teach when you have those. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it sounds like I love I love the three questions, the three things that you said, who's stuck, where they're stuck, and why they're stuck. I mean, that's a an amazingly powerful set of questions for a teacher to be able to uh, gather data on that instantaneously and then be responsive in their classroom to that new information. Um, wow, I could see that being really powerful. Um, yeah. So I, I love, uh, I think the part of your post that I really enjoyed is that, you know, whenever you very first were learning about them, I, I think what you said is you were just looking at your, your colleague and just you kept on saying something like, uh, really? Like, <laughs> like you were just like befuddled by it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so surreal. I mean, every time the, um, and it was e-instruction that I was first in, in, introduced to, every time um, Ron was in the showing one thing, I was like, it could do that? It could do that, yeah. too? And so we uh, we finally said we got to stop hitting each other because um, we're going to be first. We just, we just got to get some. We were like, how can we get some? We were immediately like, what can we do? Um, and grants yeah. it was immediately my first um, step because we didn't have enough school funds to be able to, to fund it. So I started writing local, especially in Oklahoma, there's a lot of local grants between OG&E um, does a grant every year. Cox Communications um, gives out grants to teachers. And so there's so much local um, grants that you can take advantage of and get you started on getting your, your first set of classroom clickers. Wow. So, yeah. You know, whenever I was at, uh, speaking of grants, when I was at U.S. Grant, we did a couple of trainings where uh, Oklahoma City, as you know, has the, the great support of the Oklahoma City uh, Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and yeah, and they, their grants are amazing. They have all sorts of different types of grants that you can do. And, and let me tell you, every single person that we went through, we, like we did just a really basic how to write a grant training, every person that came to that training with me, wrote their and and wrote their grant I should say got the money for the grant because there just aren't you know that it's not a saturated process I mean there are there are, is grant money every year that's just being unused oh and, yeah and that's that, what's so awesome about it is that 90% of the time you'll get a yes from a localized grant than you do if you try to um you know try for Toshiba where there's a lot more competition um, it's, yeah. it's just a phenomenal. And yeah, if you're in Oklahoma City Public School District, you even have another layer built inside with the foundation with the Great Ideas Grant. So that that's yeah, awesome. the Great Ideas. And sometimes other districts have um, that as well, where they have an alumni network or they have a a business partnership that they can tap into. Okay, you know, I went to a cool. I I went to uh, a uh, um who was Ron Clark? Uh, he was speaking at last year's Vision 2020. Did you happen to see him talk last year? I did not, but I've seen him before in previous okay. years. He is phenomenal. He he was amazing. I think yeah, he's he's you know of course very enthusiastic uh, you know about all things education. But I think one of the things that he said um, is he was just talking about how he was able to raise money for his class to go to D.C. And he said he basically asked every single person because what he found is that um, as soon as he could tell people um, maybe kind of what the uh, like how it was going to impact the students if he could give them like a real life example of that he said you know by and large they they wanted to give money to him and Mm -hmm. they just needed an excuse and so he just said you know what's the worst that can happen they can tell you no and then you're at least you know with a little more experience on how to ask people (laughs) you haven't Mm -hmm. really lost yeah yeah 
And I just thought, man, you know, that's exactly right. So many people are out there, surprisingly, so many people are out there uh, just waiting to give money. They just need to be asked for it. Um, and they need to know how it's going to impact the students. Sure. So, um, all right. Well, I think that's some, I, I think that's maybe the, the next big thing because I, that's what I was asking, you know, I, as I read your post, I'm thinking, man, I want to check out each one of these because I used um, e-instruction as well. Um, whenever I was in Oklahoma City, and I thought it was really powerful, but I love how you just kind of presented what the other options were. Um, but my question now is, is what are the what should a teacher do right now to make sure that they can move toward the place where they can actually get this money? Well, like you just said, look at all of your options. Do not write anything off. Friends, family, grants, local community um, partnerships, all of those are seeds to start laying the, the groundwork for you to be able to get the money to have them. Typically, on the lowest end, you're still looking at um, around $2,000 for a oh. set of clickers with, with any company, um, okay. which is a great deal because they last you for, forever. I've, I've had still the same clickers um, for the last eight years. So you can, wow. you can keep them for a long time, and it's well worth the return. So start there, and then once you get that and you purchase your set of clickers, all of the ones that I recommended have a phenomenal training aspect to it. They will come out. They will help you. They will walk you through getting you started on how to use them. Um, that was my sort of next thing of what makes me really love a particular company or a particular set of technology. Are they are they within a great price range that's not too, too exorbitant? But how well do the company help you learn how to use their tools? And so all of those um, listed are really, really helpful in helping you. They have webinars. They have online tutorials. They have sales representatives that will come out. Um, like instruction, where we have these iPads and we're getting the um, i360 on them. And they have been – Butch has come out twice already to walk us through how to actually set it up and use it. So that's wow. phenomenal, especially for a teacher who may be a little um, shy with technology or feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it. They have great training support. And yeah, I and especially if out, it, yeah. So I just found out we got approval for TI-inspired training in the summer at Northwest Classen High School. So in the second week of June, for three days, you can get training on um, getting started, a basic introduction to the TI Inspire calculator. Wow, you know, I, and I think I I heard that Jinx is going to be doing something like that this summer as well. So, um, man, oh, what's that's a, what? That's an amazing, yeah, that's an amazing opportunity uh, to get trained on TI Inspire. Even if you don't have TI Inspire, it's worth seeing what it's about because it will definitely inspire you to. <laughs> wow, pun, pun intended. I'll, I'll say it'll definitely <laughs> yeah. inspire you to think about the way that you know students can interact with mathematical data and 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 really engage in some of those practices. Um, well, Delaney, I, I know that you have a class and you have other things going on. So um, thank you so much for your time and your information. I think you've made it sound very attractive and, and pretty simple, really, for a teacher to go about uh, doing this. So do you have any last words or comments on this whole thing? Yeah, I would definitely encourage people, if they have any questions, comment in the OK Math blog, and I'll be happy to respond. Um, oh, I'll check it all the time, and so they'll be able to, to, to get a response back from me pretty quickly. And I encourage oh, them to do that on any of, of the posts. Just as they have questions, oh. just keep that dialogue going. 
Wonderful. And if they even have, maybe they know some other resources that are out there, they can post them in the in the comment section as well for other folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Talena, thank you so much for your time, your, your effort, and your energy. Uh, I really do appreciate everything you do for us. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. And uh, for all the OK Math teachers out there, keep doing good things and, uh, you know, visit our site often and let me know if you have any questions. You're listening to the Oklahoma Math Podcast.